0: We're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
1: Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm one of your co-hosts, Karen us along with Brendan Murphy, who is... Holding the fort down here, I think he's doing a great job. think, what, second, Thanks. third time?
2: Second time.
1: Oh, my goodness. Number two. You're, you're no longer, you're a veteran.
2: Um, that's right. You're I'm a veteran on proud. Real Presence
1: Live. So <laughs> so we had, what a great conversation to start our morning it off was. with. I think it was absolutely phenomenal to hear that um, even the importance of having an alumni association is even on your guys' minds and hearts and to reach out across the country, not just here locally.
2: Well, and it, and it really came, it all started from the need to connect, right? It's, yeah. it, it's all about connection here. When, right. when people come here, it's all, you know, it's relationships, it's connecting, uh, that home away from home feeling. Becoming a family, it, right? a family. And, and they want, and it's, and it is great that these, these 12, um, people like Michael and Samuel that we're on today, uh, feel that need to remain connected and, you know, remain part of that family that they've created here at the Newman Center.
1: Well, so that actually leads in perfectly to our next interview. Let's talk about here at this Newman Center here in Rapid City and what you guys are doing. Do you want to introduce our next guests?
2: Yes, that is fantastic. Well, with us today, we have two of our uh, returning focus missionaries. Should, uh, should I do a clap? Yeah.
1: <laughs> good job. Good Thank job. You. Take
2: a bow. So uh, with us today, we have Megan Hanley and Matt Remick. Um, I'm going to have them kind of introduce themselves, but uh, Megan is the uh, team director here for the Focus Missionaries. There's We have four total missionaries. Uh, both Megan and Matt have, are returning. Uh, Megan, this is her uh, third year here, Matt's second year, and then... Later in the show, we're going to introduce and get to, get to know our new uh, missionaries. But in the meantime, we, we've, got, uh, we've got the A-team with us today. I was going to say,
3: let's oh put gosh. Megan in the spotlight. Yeah.
2: yeah. Megan, tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: Hi. Yeah. Good morning. morning. Um, well, I am a farm girl from Southern Minnesota. Grew up in a cornfield, is southern what I like Minnesota. to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is my sixth year with Focus Total. Uh, I've been blessed to be here the previous two years and now here for my third year here at the School of Mines. Uh, so, a little bit about me, I, uh, like I said, grew up in southern Minnesota, where I had a great family, a great school to really lay the foundation of my Catholic faith. Um, when I got into college, um, I was one of those uh, 13 years of Catholic school kids that thought I didn't need anything more um i knew my faith i had my friends um and uh i encountered missionaries on campus at winona state university where i studied biology got my degree uh go warriors um but i, I was invited into uh, bible studies pretty pretty much right off the bat by missionaries um but really they came and found me on campus. They were persistent with their invitations, um, very lovingly, uh, continually inviting me into it. Um, and I was in that Bible study for four years, all four years of my uh, college uh, career. Um, and it was through those missionaries that I was invited deeper into a relationship with Jesus, into prayer, into um, yeah, the love of Christ who's, who healed so much of my heart during those years. And so that brought me into a deep relationship with Jesus. And, um, it was from that encounter that I really heard Christ say, like, you have, you have more to give others. You have more to give to me. Um, and from that call, uh, started leading a Bible study, started leading other girls in, uh, mentorship formation. And, um, I Became a missionary, and that was six years ago. And here I am today. And here you
1: are today, <laughs> living the good life, right? Praise
3: yes, I love
1: it.
2: <laughs> That's great. And Matt, let's let's hear a little bit about you. What uh, tell us tell us about yourself?
0: Sure, I'm from Pierre, South Dakota. I grew up there uh, most of my life, and after high school, I joined the Air Force, and I'm still in. I'm on my eighth year in the South Dakota Air National Guard. Um, Right. After I graduated high school, I went off to, after basic training, came home and went to Northern State University where I got my Bachelor's of Secondary Education in History. After that, went to graduate school at um, at uni- the University of South Dakota. And now I'm a focus missionary here at, at Mines in my second year at Mines and second year with Focus. Um, I really got involved with Focus at Northern I, as most people do, they fall away from their faith as soon as they go to college. Uh, mom and dad aren't there to take you to church anymore, so why should you go? And it wasn't until my junior year, I, uh, my girlfriend at the time and I started going back to mass. I met a focus missionary named Rob Cargill on campus there, and he invited me to Bible study. I went and encountered Jesus in Lectio Divina and Ignatian meditation, just learning um, how to encounter Jesus in the scripture. And in that encounter, I learned that prayer is not just Our Fathers, Hail Marys, and Glory Bees, but is actually a two-way conversation. You can actually talk to God and receive a response. And from that moment, I was hooked. I never missed a Bible study until I graduated. um, And then started leading a study there and continued it at at USD. And that, um, in discipleship with the Focus Missionaries there, built me up to uh, the faith life that I have now, and I can't thank them enough. So and
1: well, that is absolutely beautiful, Matt. Thank you for sharing that. Now, I know that I would say focus is fairly well known across the country, but for our listeners who don't know what focus stands for alone, what its mission is and, and why, mm-hmm. why would two, you know, individuals sitting across the table for me say, yes, I am going to give my time and energy to focus. So can you just talk a little bit about what FOCUS is, what it stands for, and why it's so enticing for people across the country to want to participate as a missionary in?
2: And also why it's important to students here. You know, why should, why should they want to get involved? Well, that's too many with, questions. Oh, oh, okay. We'll get to that later.
3: Okay. <laughs> one at a time. One at a time. One at a time. Focus, Sorry.
1: focus. Oh, gosh, that's funny. Focus. <laughs>
3: that's funny uh so focus stands for the fellowship of catholic university students um taking the first letter of each of those words good um it was founded in 1998 uh and it was founded in uh atchison kansas at benedictine college um and what what does what is focus um it's really it's so it's a missionary organization um we are all college graduates we did uh, get our degree uh, previously before coming onto campus. And so what what we do um, is really, really inviting college students into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and his church, um, inspiring and equipping them for a lifetime of Christ-centered evangelization, discipleship, and friendship in which they lead others to do the same. And so while it is important and we we strive to um win students over not not just to a relationship with us missionaries although that's love, that's good yeah love those authentic friendships um but really winning them to the person of jesus because he's already calling their hearts he already calls them yeah. um mine and my beloved and so inviting students into that encounter with christ building them up in um in virtue in um like mission practicals is what we call them. So like, how do you share your testimony? How do you lead a Bible study? Those sorts of things. And then sending them out to do the same for others that like us four missionaries, we couldn't do it on our own here on campus. We're, we're very finite beings um, with, you know, time and energy, but the students like have such a power with their peers. And so really, really um, calling them higher, equipping them um, to, do what we do in a greater capacity on campus.
1: That is beautiful. I'm just so inspired. You know, and I actually Matt, I just have to ask, is the fact that you guys having gone and gotten your degree, been through these, I guess you could say them, um, you know, toddler stages, you know, baby stages of this missionary work as you guys set out, has that helped you as you've become a focused missionary to maybe be able to understand the struggles of the students that you're trying to mentor?
0: Absolutely. Um, in graduate school, you don't have very much time for anything. <laughs> and so you have to carve time out of your schedule for the things that are important, such as a daily holy hour, going to mass, etc. And the skills I learned there have translated over very well to leading students on how to manage their schedule to prioritize their prayer lives. And, that's been crucial. Telling a student that in order to get your holy hour in and ensure that it's going to happen today, do it as soon as you get done getting ready in the morning. Walk over to the Newman Center, sit in front of the tabernacle, and look Jesus in the face for the first time, for the first thing you do in the day. And um, those are skills that I learned when I was in college. And without that practical experience, I don't know if I'd be able to lead the students as well as I could.
1: Yeah. And I think it's important as as these students set out, as we had said before, as adults in the world, I mean, they're the future church. They're the future priests, the future dads, the future moms, the future leaders of our country. And if we instill in them the need, the the importance of having a daily holy hour, how much more beautiful will our country, will our church become? And it starts with you guys. I mean, and I know that probably feels like a kind of a heavy burden on your shoulders some days. So. I suppose your daily holy hour, your daily, Mm -hmm. you know, conversation with God, two-way conversation with God, you know, probably really helps you guys. Right, Megan?
3: Absolutely. That is the foundation of everything that we do, um, is our prayer. That first and foremost, so as team director, I get to... um, kind of man the schedule for, (laughs) for the rest of us missionaries, um, and prayer and mass go in first before everything else, because they take number one priority. Cause, um, uh, in the book, um, soul of the apostolate, Dom Schertard says, like, we are called to be reservoirs, not just channels. And so like we need to be filled up first by Christ's love and really be, um, be holding in, holding in that grace um to be able to share that with others because we can't give what we don't have
1: yeah you can't i always tell my kids you know you have to put on your own oxygen mask before you can put on someone else's oxygen mask and that it goes with mm-hmm. prayer life you can't you know if, if i'm struggling in my prayer life my children are going to struggle in their prayer life and that's mm-hmm. hard so I, I I can just I applaud your guys' dedication to doing to putting your priorities in the right order and influencing others to do that. So,
2: it's you know having these um, these two here coming back also provides that uh, guidance and leadership to our our uh, you know the next guests that are going to be on the the new uh, focus uh, team members. And, um, with their prayer life and experience it's it's been a real blessing to have them come back um, you know with that you know uh as we uh, go on break here um you know we've been we've been visiting here with Megan and matt now for for the last fifteen minutes. But on the other side of the break, we want to discuss about that kind of war on campus, why focus is so important. Uh, for this college campus and in all the college campuses around the country so please don't go anywhere this is real presence live
0: where the focus is not on the evil around us but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good we're local engaging and live on the real presence radio network This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the
2: Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live, located right here at SD Mines in Rapid City, uh, right at the Newman Center Center. Next to the campus here, uh, we're having a wonderful discussion with uh, Megan Hainley and Matt Remick. They're our returning members from our Focus Missionary team, and we're just so delighted to have them. Um, so welcome back. If uh, you're just tuning in, uh, we are having a discussion about Focus and what it was and what it is, why it's so important. And, and I actually want to ask first off um, to uh, Matt. Matt, what... Uh, what kind of a difference in your eyes is focus making here at South Dakota Mines?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think the the biggest difference is walking into the lives of the students here on campus and pursuing them so that we can win them for a relationship with Christ. And one way in particular that that's been apparent is with one of my friends that I've made here, um, I'll call him Timmy for the sake of anon- anonymity. Um, Tim was a st- is a student here at Mines. He is in a fraternity here, and when he came to college, immediately got involved with the party lifestyle, the typical stereotypical party lifestyle. And his senior year, he basically hit rock bottom and didn't know where to go from there and realized that that party lifestyle wasn't fulfilling anymore. Um, He contacted a mutual friend of ours who knew me from USD, and he got us in contact. And I met Timmy last January, and I've been working with him ever since. I invited him to Bible study, got him into RCIA, and he started learning about the faith. And I did my best to put him in an opportunity to have an encounter with Christ. And one day we were praying in front of the tabernacle and he looked over at me and said, Matt, I've heard God speak for the first time. This is the first time I've ever heard God's voice. And we were going through salvation history and other things in Bible study, learning about the Eucharist. And he took to it like a duck to water and he fell in love with Christ in the Eucharist. He fell in love with the Bible. He fell in love with, with Christ. And now he's in discipleship. He's about to start his own Bible study in his fraternity and soon will be leading men. And the transformation that's happened in his life, going from that, that destructive party lifestyle into this new life in Christ uh, is truly amazing. He's been born again, and it's been wonderful to watch and still watch a transformation. He's, he's got a long way to go, just like I do. But
1: We all do. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. But the change he's had is, is profound, and that's what we're doing here on campus. That's what we're after.
2: That's amazing. You know, uh, that kind of story, it, I hope as our listeners, uh, really, you know, take that in, uh, understand that as people come into this Newman Center, it, it, everyone's welcome here. And, and so wherever you're at in your faith journey, whether you have faith or not, or you're very connected or not, um, it really doesn't matter because we want to welcome everyone. And what focus does, what I see is, you know, they're so welcoming and, and want to be a part of people's lives that, Wherever they 're at in their faith journey they 're going to meet them there, mm-hmm. and you know with that, Megan, I want to ask you yeah, absolutely um, so you 've been here now, this is your third year. Tell me about the impact you know from the time you started here to today, what is the impact that you 're seeing over this these last few years and the fruit that you have been able to see uh, come along with that?
3: yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, it has definitely been a ride here. Um, so starting out first year here, it was a new to focus campus or an expansion campus is what we call it. Um, and there was one men's group that met weekly and that's it. Um, Father Mark had we- having him be our chaplain. So also side note, like with focus coming into a campus, like we work Uh, very closely with campus ministry. So Brendan being our Newman Center director, Father being our chaplain here at the Newman Center, and then with uh, Trenton and the Newman Center Club. And like, we are one team all together. Um, And so just want to hit on that um, because us, four missionaries, we couldn't do it on our own. And so uh, starting out, Father Mark being so generous with having mass seven days a week, building up to now, Um, students really like, I mean, sacramentally alone, it's been amazing to see like, yes, Timmy come back to the faith and, but there are so many more stories like that, that, um, we clearly don't have time for (laughs) in the next (laughs) seven minutes. Um, but students coming back to confession for the first time, students that, um, you know, maybe lesser glory stories, but glorious all the same of coming back to mass or like falling off for a couple of weeks and then coming back. Um, But it's, it's that continual like opportunity to encounter Jesus here at the Newman Center. And so starting with uh first year here, we had a lot of seniors like Michael mm-hmm. Mansfield, Mindy and many, many others um that got involved right away. And so, um, taking from their their readiness. So getting them into um, leadership rather quickly my first Mm -hmm. year. Um, Last year was a lot of building up of students, especially those those newer students here on campus. And now, um, yeah, we have, um, oh my goodness. I have the numbers, uh, nine student, nine Bible studies going on right now on campus. One of them is student led and we have 10 that are anticipating to lead study this semester.
1: Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's big. That's good.
3: Yeah. It's, (laughs) it's, I was looking at the numbers this morning. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. Thanks Jesus.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) That's amazing. As you're talking, Megan, I'm, I'm thinking, well, it's great that focus comes in and it encourages those that have a strong faith already in place you know and puts them maybe just more on fire or you know fuels the fire a little more but what i'm also hearing is that you walk along with the students who are in fear of coming back who have hesitation and so you're all encompassing. You're not leaving someone off because, you know, they're, they're alone. You're, you're bringing mm-hmm. them in. And those that are already here, you're just like, okay, let's, let's encourage you some more, yep. let's build you up and let's send you out. And so the fact that you guys can do that is just, I mean, no wonder you need four of you. <laughs> right? No it's wonder true. you yeah, need Brendan. No wonder you need father. And yeah. uh, most importantly, no wonder you need Jesus on a daily basis. Amen
2: you know, we, we talked about earlier you know the war on campus you know let's let's matt t- touch on that Let, tell us like in your mind this this war on campus what is it and how are how is focus kind of tackling that from your perspective well what a good
1: term tackling it yeah.
2: yeah absolutely i think the
0: the biggest battle we're facing now is the number of catholics who are falling away it's like the numbers are up to 80% and It's largely, in my opinion, because people haven't been told what the gospel actually is. They haven't been told that we were made for relationship with Christ, we broke it, Christ came to, to fix it, and we have to have a relationship with Christ and be transformed in order to enter into his kingdom. Largely, I don't think many of my peers have ever heard that or have ever been given the idea that that is supposed to be the center of their life. Or if they have, it's been a cheesy version of it, if you will. And I think that's the battle we're fighting, is that a lot of students don't know what religion and what Christ actually is. And that's been the center of my apostolate, is reaching out to those students, those ones who are lukewarm, the ones who have never encountered Christ in their life, who don't know that Christ is a person alive on earth today. In the form of the Eucharist, in the form of the Holy Spirit, etc., and
2: that's my goal. That's the battle. So is it, it? So I'm hearing you say, kind of, faith is a convenience for many. Would you? Would, is that a, a fair statement?
0: Yeah, I think many see it as either morals, as in this, I go to church to get my morals, and that's just where um, the source of the source of a moral life is, or they go for emotional support when they've had a troubling time, and it, it's so much more than that. Mm-hmm. It's a daily walking, a daily encounter. It's good goodness, truth, and beauty and yep. um an indescribable adventure that that happens every day when I meet Christ again. And I don't know if I can describe it in
2: many more words, but that's that's about it. So Megan, as the as the director, um what what are the gifts that you've seen from your your team uh, you know as you come together especially having now two new members
4: mm-hmm.
2: what what are some of the gifts that have come ab- um, you know amongst your team just this year alone
3: oh my gosh there are too many to to list um so it's been a tremendous gift to have Matt back this year. He has a great perspective here on campus. Um, and his, his wisdom also having, um, uh, Mackenzie and Jared here on campus. Oh my gosh. They are so energetic. They have, <laughs> um, this great, this great gift for invitation to go deeper. Um, and yeah, they are go getters. They are, um, uh, meeting students exactly where they're at. Um, this year, especially like in athletics, working with the different sports teams here at Mines. Um, and yeah, they, <laughs> I keep saying they, they keep dragging me along. They, they are such go getters, and it's, it's been a uh, tremendous gift to have this new life, um, this new perspective um, here on campus. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much, Megan and Matt yes. for being part of today's real presence live. We appreciate all you're doing and just know of all of our prayers for you guys. Yeah.
0: Thank you so
3: much.
2: Well, and up next, they're new to focus. Uh, stay tuned here to hear about our two new missionaries and their call from God and journey to focus. That's next on real presence live.